Chapter 1 Politics is not my strong suit. In fact, I hold a high level of disdain for it, and maybe more so for politicians. My simple philosophy categorizes the whole system just above the criminal clientele inhabiting the state penitentiary. Politicians are pompous asses in very expensive three-piece suits. They may hold the appearance of kindness and concern, yet behind the facade, they plunder the pockets of Americans, spending taxpayer money as if it grows on the trees surrounding their million-dollar mansions. The irony that I've been asked to meet Indiana Senator Colin McKenna about a much-sought-after social media position on his campaign team is not lost on me. I don't know anything about him. The late call from Sonia Bates, an editor I work with, didn't allow for any investigation. And given my beliefs about the American political system, I have little knowledge of the platforms on which he professes support. I'm more interested in reading the classics than about who's banging who in Washington. The thought of following the progress of a stale campaign for months is rather depressing, but my dried-up life savings outweighs any concerns. I'm turning onto the University of Notre Dame campus because my freelance work dried up, and I'm broke. Sliding from my beat-up Chevy Blazer at just past two in the afternoon, I hurry through the parking lot with only a few minutes to spare. The January wind whips in lashing licks. It prompts my jog into the Morris Inn, where I jump in the line of reporters waiting to enter the auditorium. After a credential check, I'm motioned to the far end, where an elevated stage sits in front of a U-shaped configuration of tables. Behind this area are rows of seats for the general public, which are filled to capacity. I stand aside to remove my coat, accepting the last open chair on the very edge of the assembly. A pretty brunette woman sits next to me, preparing a portable mini-recorder on the table in front of her, along with a binder for written notes. I watch, fascinated, as she meticulously reapplies her lip gloss and ensures every strand of hair is in place. I'm suddenly aware of my white button-up. The cotton didn't fare well through the four-hour drive, so I run my hands down the fitted sides to smooth out any wrinkles and tuck the hem into my black pencil skirt. Afraid my auburn curls suffered the same wilting fate, I twist and pin them up into a loose bun and hope my presentation will pass inspection. As I pull my iPad from my bag, a balding man appears on stage, and the hum of the crowd calms. Ladies and gentlemen, it's with great pleasure I introduce you to a man I had the good fortune to teach not long ago at this very university. His goals and ambitions were clear even then, his drive to succeed unwavering. Embodying honesty and sincere candor, he will lead this country into the next decade with a direct connection to the needs and desires of the people. Senator Colin McKenna. The crowd erupts into a riotous ovation. Clapping out of politeness, I watch the candidate walk onto the platform, shrouded at first by the shadows at the edge of the stage. Hoots and whistles follow him as he makes his way to the forefront. This is the reception of a popular musician, not a politician. My hands still midair, breathing forgotten. Colin McKenna is a mirror of the man from my implausible dream. I'm in a trance, a moth caught in a spider's web without the ability to escape. He's absolutely gorgeous. Elegant yet sculpted in sharp lines, he fills the seams of a three-piece suit with a radiating sexuality. He doesn't look like any politician I've ever seen before. He's young, really young, for a presidential candidate. 
A screen hangs behind him, projecting his features large enough for those in the very back to see every brilliant nuance. His jaw is etched from stone, softened only by a slight indent in his chin. Full lips, perfect teeth, and dimples. And I fear I may need a fan to cool the heat on my cheeks when he smiles. Rows of dark lashes frame eyes like I've never seen before. A brilliant blue, with a slice of brandy shooting through the left one. Thick brown hair is perfectly placed at the crown of his head, smoothed back into a short and neat cut. I want my hands in it. I want my fingers pulling on it as if they were meant to live there. Holy hell. Desperate to refocus, I stare at the podium and the university's symbol embellished on the front, staring anywhere but at Colin McKenna.